going with me? <laughs> yeah, I'll meet you there. We're on the high V tonight. <laughs> we don't have high Vs. Once you start the podcast, you can never leave. What? And welcome to the Council Cast. This is episode number 59 being recorded on November 20th, 2018. The Council is now in session, and as with every week, we will make arbitrary decisions on topics about science, technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise. All Council Cast decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. And welcome tonight. We've been off for a few weeks, and we apologize for the delay in our in our weekly podcasts. We are I apologize to no one. Uh, okay, I'll thumbs up that. <laughs> tonight we're joined with a special guest, Derek from uh, from a remote location, and uh, we have our remote reporter Matthew, who is uh, also remote tonight. I guess <laughs> remotes all around. Everybody's remote. Why not? Uh, anyway, what's not remote is uh, robots that are going to start remodeling your home. So these are some Japanese robot contractors. I mean, have you ever wanted to have a robot install drywall in your house? I mean, I just want to know if these are the ro- do these robots come with the robot that builds the cheap ass concrete house that we looked at that one time? I'm pretty sure that it, no. I'm going to go. Oh. With- if if you want to drywall well, your just, house, I'm way less excited. I mean, I just want to know: can it actually tape and mud my seams better than I can, or not? What does this robot look like? It looks like a human, more or less. It's a humanoid-shaped robot. It has arms and hands, and it is shown. If you watch the video, it is shown picking up drywall. And screwing it to the wall. Does it have a name? Like Dan the Drywall Machine? It's called the Advanced Industrial Science and Technology Robot. That just rolls off the tongue. Oh, no, no. no. Actually, its name is HRP5P. So, HRP5P. HRP5P. Oh. It's better than the diagram showing the the labels for the feet and arms. I can't make heads or tails of what the symbols mean. How who who would buy these things? Like contractors? Well, I, I guess so, because apparently a twenty thirteen Oxford University study said that drywall installers were at a seventy nine percent chance of being replaced by robots. Wow. So they said that the construction industry is outsourcing labor to robots. What else was on that list? <laughs> council cast, council <laughs> cast employees, <laughs> bricklaying, carpentry, and tile setting. Huh. So I, I feel like there's so much nuance and like. Well, I don't know. I've never done drywalling, so I guess I don't. But, like, there's got to be situations where the robot would be like, I'm stumped. I mean, it's only good if you're putting up a single sheet of drywall, I would imagine. Like, if you have to cut it around something, I don't think the robot's going to be very good at that. Yeah. That's a good point, because what what about all the different angles in a house and the small sections that are only, you know, a foot wide? It can't cut any of that. I'm assuming it only does four by eight, right? I mean, it could if we strap lasers to the thing. 
Just well, don't make them weapon. Don't make them weapons grade though. Sounds yeah. like cyborgs about it to uh, just, throw down for it. <clears throat> I mean, I think that would be pretty sweet if the uh, if he did have lasers and could cut his own drywall. Do they have a video of this thing working? Yeah. Is He's it like, is it sick? No, it's super slow. <laughs> oh. I mean, he does have a uh, a drywall nail gun thing. And I mean, it might be slow, but I assume the advantage is that it can just work 24-7. I mean, I would assume until you have to plug it in to charge. Oh. I mean, it seems really, really slow and very specific. But it's okay. a, I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't break it, to be honest, so... I mean, I don't know. They're coming for your jobs. Uh, it's not my job. <laughs> I wonder how. I wonder, like, yeah. I wonder how much one of these things costs. Like, how long would it take for you to recoup your costs? Like, even though you're drywalling twenty four seven, like, if you're doing it as part of a remodel, would you really want it working like at night? Does it not mention how much one costs? No, it does not. It's like. A, some, it's a technology demo, basically. Mm. I'm willing to bet I can pay Matt less than one of these. I mean, I'm sure Maybe. I can pay a lot of people less than I could a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool because we certainly certain have a shortage of some of these skilled laborers, and to be honest, their labor rates are going up because of it. So to automate some of it with robots, I, you know, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I mean, I'm I'm all about automation, so I'm pretty aboard the thumbs up train. I just it's not really thumbs up in this thing taking somebody's job because I mean, it's, it sounds like it needs a few more iterations before that I, happens. I think I'm with Matt. I'm on the I'm on the thumb sideways just because I mean, yeah, I can nail and stuff, but why would you build it as a humanoid? I mean, I'm watching the video. And I feel like there would be a much more effective solution here that would just involve some sort of traditional track-like robot that drives up to this damn thing. Yeah, where you put a bunch of drywall in like they're freaking like like it's a freaking guns and just goes and it's done. I mean, this thing would be like a drywall clay pigeon shooter. Heck yeah! (laughs) Like, like just let's speed this process up. Heck yeah, man! I'm like. I'm thinking we just, you know, throw it down, get a couple nail guns, butt it, do it all at the same time. Bam. What if it actually stuck to the wall instead, and as it laid it down, it could, like, rover over to the next piece and, like, pull a piece off its back and slap it down? You know, I don't think we're getting far enough. I think you ought to be able to just sit in the middle of the room and just shoot it from the middle of the room to the wall. I think I hear an Elon Musk pitch. <laughs> yeah, save that. You don't want to waste those pitches. Don't, yeah, don't, don't give it all up yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right well speaking of uh space being awesome uh you guys heard the hubble space telescope uh was having some issues a few weeks ago no Where tell me more it's a uh, gyroscope was failing so they have like i think originally had like seven gyroscopes and i think like four of them have all died so far because this thing is old 
And the last one, or there's two of them, I think, running. One of them shut off as a backup. And uh, they were having issues with one of the ones that was still running. And turns out that uh, they just fixed it by turning it off and turning it back on again. Did they try that with the other ones? (laughs) You wouldn't have tried that first. (laughs) I mean, is is it that big of a production to turn off the Hubble Space (laughs) Telescope? (laughs) Apparently it is, because they say it's a thousand times more complex than simply hitting a switch. (laughs) And we we don't even have the James Webb ready as a backup, do we? Not yet. Huh. So I mean, whatever time. whatever would we do if the Hubble Space Telescope was down and the hot girl at the beach was standing out there and you couldn't get eyes on? <laughs> so you mean to tell me I can't look at those nebulas anymore? Oh, zing. <laughs> I mean, come on now. That was lame. <laughs> that was <laughs> It's like staring at the sun, man. Just don't look directly at it. I mean, I I think that's awesome that they got it up and running again because this thing is like... They said that the gyro they were trying to fix has been off for more than seven and a half years. So, Really? Yeah. How old is Hubble now? I don't know. Let's look it up. (laughs) Doing it live. Race it to it. 25 years. Launched in 1990. Oh, what's uh, that movie? The the one where the old men astronauts go to space. What did they go to fix? I can't remember. It was some the one where they blow things up, Armageddon. No, no, no. The old, the older than that. What's that? Space Cowboys. Yeah. Um, what did they go to go fix? I can't remember. I just remember that one of the guys they get to go is like a uh he's like a can't see like almost blind roller coaster tester (laughs) yeah he was like i want my own crew and then they're like okay and it's like a whole bunch of rejects yeah and he's like eating a banana while he's on a roller coaster making notes about like the turns (laughs) (laughs) they went to fix a satellite a failing satellite starring clint eastwood yeah, that's who I thought. Clint Eastwood and uh, it's a Russian that. satellite and veers off course. Oh, it houses six nuclear missiles. That's why they wanted to go there. Mm. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, I've seen it once, and it was a real long time ago. IMD rated it at six point four stars. That's not bad. Yeah, I, I think it's about time they could probably remake that movie about going and fixing the Hubble Space Telescope, and it's just like a bunch of people in a room and they're like trying to figure out how to turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> we can't find the switch. <laughs> right, I'll give it a thumbs up because that's one old ass telescope. And <laughs> heck yeah, yeah, thumbs up for sure. I'm surprised it's still running. I mean, we have other satellites that don't even make it more than a couple of years. So, dude, all off the ground, <laughs> all the romaine at High V is gone. It should be. I know. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, your public safety announcement today is: don't eat romaine. Do not. Is it all E. coli? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. They announced that it's all romaine. 
all of it. Yep, just just get rid of it. <laughs> hmm. What else I would like to get rid of though is robo collars. Oh yeah, I put this in here because uh, this was right before the election when everybody I think was just getting about a billion robo calls a day on average. And apparently the FCC says that it is going to, quote, take action in 2019 if carriers aren't doing enough to fight robocalls. So have you guys had the same issue I have where you get a bunch of people calling you? Every day. I just want to know who answers. I don't know. That's who we need to get on this podcast. Give me somebody who actually answers these phone calls because I can't imagine that this crap works. I don't know. How about next time somebody calls, you answer it. But you know what also doesn't work? The FCC. So, I mean, come on now. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that uh, Mr. Pie is doing anything about this at all. So, yeah. I'm surprised he isn't like, hey, I'll sell everybody's phone numbers so that I can make more money. That's probably what was really in the 14 letters he sent out to the CEOs and said, hey, I got a side deal for you. Give me all access to your phone number database, and uh, I'll make you. I'll cut you in. (laughs) That sounds awesome. I mean, I don't even like the FCC logo. It's like they're trying to be cool. Which FCC logo? The one with a C inside a C. Oh, I mean, government agency, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, what was the last time you heard about a cool government agency? I mean, nobody's cool anymore. It's all hip. And I'm 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 up for stopping Robo College because it is honestly gotten out of control. It, yeah, agreed. it's multiple times a day. So I mean, I, I'm good for it. I just don't know if the FCC can really do anything about it. I mean, yeah. somebody needs to do something. Because I feel like every other day I'm blocking more calls because I got like three calls from the same number in one day. No. Yes. Less. I'm on board. Thumbs I'm, up. Thumbs down because I mean, screw robocalls, man. <laughs> Is that why you're going down instead of up? Because yep. <laughs> this makes up. sense. <laughs> thumbs down to robocalls. Yes, sir. Um, but if you uh, don't like robocalls, maybe you like legally repairing or jailbreaking your phone or voice assistance. So this is that uh, the U.S. Copyright Office has ruled some major changes to the legal exemption to the DMCA, making it easier for owners to build software tools to hack, modify, and repair their own devices. So this is apparently was a big thing where uh, there was a big court case, I think, where there was uh, people who were getting sued for basically creating jailbreaks and and offering kind of repair parts for repairing your own devices. Um, and so the, apparently the, they're, they are now saying, the government, the U.S. Copyright Office, to be specific, is now saying that you can now do, you can now legally jailbreak and modify voice assistant devices. You can now legally unlock new phones, not just used ones. There is a general exemption for repairing smart home phones, home appliances, and home systems. Um, 
So apparently you can now do all of that. And it is also, uh, this is actually, I think, one of the more interesting ones, which is it's legal to now repair cars, tractors, and other motorized land vehicles by modifying software on your own. Um, this is most common because of uh, John Deere and their tractors uh, saying that people can actually modify stuff their own. And then lastly, it's legal now for other third parties to do these kind of repairs on your behalf. So uh, it gives a little bit more legitimacy to, to those cell phone repair shops that you go into and um, picking out, I guess. Which is good for good for everybody who likes fixing their own stuff. I mean, I think this is a really good thing because, like, when you take a step back, right? Why can they corner that market and hold all of it, right? This is kind of like your third-party entrant coming in and saying, look, you guys are charging way too much for this, and you basically have a monopoly on the market. And finally, I mean, I don't understand why you need the government to back this. This should be a no-brainer out of the box. But Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some concerns from the manufacturers that, oh, somebody's going to steal it or they're going to do something with our device that we never intended. But that's always the case with everything. I could take a screwdriver and stab somebody through the heart. Nobody who said, oh, yeah, that's what the screwdriver is for. (laughs) Come on. Whoa. (laughs) That went pretty far. (laughs) It got dark. But seriously, like, what? what, Come on, man. I bought the product. Let me do what I want with it. It's, and I think that's fair. You know, if you own your device, you should be allowed to do whatever you want with it. Now, in the terms of all warranty, okay, you bricked it. That's on you, but come on. That's fair. But at least you can now fix it. If you did brick it, you can now legally get the software to unbrick it if somebody has developed it. Because there was, you know, there used there was a thing where somebody got in trouble for selling like unbricking software or something like that. Hmm. And so, like, there's like you can't sell it, but you you can't you can distribute it to people, but you can't sell it or something like that. And hmm. this is kind of saying, yeah, that's okay now. <clears throat> So I mean I'm I'm gonna give it a thumbs up because it's it's good. I like repairing my own stuff and uh I wanna keep being able to do that. I'm with you. I don't have a webcam so you can't see me, but I'm thumbs up too. <laughs> so kind of along the same lines though, is that uh the next story here is Motorola and iFixit are selling official DIY phone repair kits. Um so now that you can legally repair your phone. Uh, I actually thought this was awesome because iFixit, uh, which is everybody knows, I think, pretty much uh, is having repair manuals and, and hardware available to purchase. Uh, they are partnering with Motorola to sell an official Motorola parts to repair your phones. Um, so far, the kits, uh, they, they're for the Moto uh, Turbo 2. Turbo Z. 2, Moto Z Play, Moto X. Man, after hearing Turbo, I'm suddenly interested. <laughs> that road gets you going. I'm, I'm all about anything that says Turbo. Right, <laughs> Turbo from Motorola. Oh, man. You should have seen me when we had those computers with Turbo buttons. Does <laughs> <laughs> it make you go faster? Do you feel it? 
Is it like a turbocharger? It actually made it go slower. <laughs> well, now you can repair your, repair it. Maybe maybe your turbo button was broken, and now you can repair it through iFixit. I'm pretty sure that's the case. That makes a lot of sense. So I, I thought it was pretty sweet. You know, people want to be able to get a hold of a original OEM hardware for repairing parts and Motorola. Hey, for real, this seems like a win-win. Motorola probably makes money on the parts. I fix it makes money on selling the kits and getting it, and you don't have to pay as much. It's a win-win-win. I'm, I'm all about being able to repair your own stuff. Yeah. I think it depends on what it is, though. Like, there's a pretty fine line between, like, so, like, Tesla's getting into a little bit of trouble with this kind of stuff. Because they, they really don't want people messing with their cars. Yep. So there's like an entire like underground movement of like people that are working on Tesla's like out of warranty ones that have been like crashed at the dump and stuff and can't get support for them at all. Like the manufacturer's just like, nah. So I don't know, it's kind of a shady area, but like I understand why a company wouldn't want somebody digging into their thing and then claiming that there was something wrong with it, like warranty related. Like after they fucked it up. True. What if you what let me spin that a little bit. What if what if they find a safety concern? Who? What if uh we're digging into the code, you and me, and we found something just, that we just us? safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come oh, on, man. man. It's the council cast. <laughs> Buddy, yeah. I got faith in you. <laughs> how, so, do you how do you feel then? If we're digging through the code and find... I mean, I think that if we're digging through the code of like Tesla stuff and we had context and could say that there was an issue, I mean, I don't, I don't think... I would hope that they would be just happy to have the responsible disclosure. Now, if you got on the internet and were like, Tesla fucked up, everybody stop driving your car, motherfucker. Like, don't buy this shit. Like, that's a different story. But depending on what it is, maybe it warrants that. Right. Maybe at any moment, there's a 50-50 chance that your Tesla is just going to burst into flames. Like, and that's the one where you take the nuclear option. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. You know, there's there's good and bad. That's all. You know. I mean, I I, I do think that right to repair is a thing that's super important. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't be barred from repairing my goddamn cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's a little ridiculous. But I mean, and to be fair, the right to repair says you know you can legally do it, but it doesn't say that the company has to necessarily help you either. So. Yeah, well, yeah. car stuff is interesting because aren't car manufacturers required to put like make parts for a certain amount of time? It's like it's like fifteen or twenty years or some shit or ten years. Uh, like, yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, a lot of that's picked up by aftermarket people though too. So. Yeah, for sure. Like you, you know, the Chinese part manufacturers at the market sell it for half the price and make a shitload of money. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, but they don't have to provide those parts to you as a consumer. They can provide, they have to provide them or are probably providing them to their authorized service dealers or something like through a dealer network or whatnot. Uh, right. I'm not, I'm not sure what the agreement uh-huh. actually is. I just know they're obligated to make parts for a certain amount of time because, like, what, what you don't happening is then making a vehicle and making it obsolete via not making replacement parts yeah. two years from now. <laughs> oh, you're which, which you know they the would do. They would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, it's just like electronics today. I mean, you can't get parts for forever, so granted, they don't typically last as long, but... I, I don't know. I think the right to repair is good. I think getting parts directly from uh, the manufacturer is pretty good. So I, I give it all a thumbs up. No other thumbs up. I'm also right. going to give that a thumbs up. I'm trying to get to my computer. I just got home. Oh. So we're not remote anymore. We're going from remote to uh, in the office. Yeah, to to not remote. We're unremoting, Matt. All right, our next story up is uh, self-transforming robots. So actually, I thought I put this on here because this is under the cool and weird shit section, um, and I think that this robot would have been a better choice for making our drywall robot. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure that this would have made Silas's Iron Man suit work from like a couple episodes ago where he talked about having uh, little little robot shield pieces that like climbed up you and then assembled itself into your armor. Oh, yeah. So these are like little robots and they connect up to each other. They have like a bunch of wheels and stuff so they can drive around on their own and then make something really big or something. I'm not really sure. I thought this was just really cool. Does it do anything? Other than <laughs> transform? Yeah, it just transforms into whatever you want. Does it uh, do anything? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. It's, it, you can do whatever you want with it. I mean, it is interesting. I like the idea. It just doesn't seem functionally practical without a specific purpose. Apparently, they placed it in a new environment and assigned a task like picking up garbage or mailing a letter. That seems like a pretty complex thing. It Oh, so it actually decides what to do. So it, it scanned. So what they did was they put it in an environment, gave it a task. It created a map of its surroundings. And then the system decided what physical transformation is required to fulfill the task such as changing into a snake-like robot to climb up a set of stairs or forming an elongated arm to reach into a narrow corridor so it, it decided what to do all on its own yeah interesting they're saying that future applications are like search and rescue uh and bomb disposal which i actually that'd be pretty sweet like if you had a robot that could bring something and like it ran into an obstacle along the way, it could actually reform itself to maybe overcome the obstacle. Yeah. 
Huh. Huh, indeed. Seems like an interesting idea. I mean, I'm going to give it a thumbs down because it's clearly not an Iron Man suit. So. Whoa. I'm going mean, to thumbs up because it's pretty cool. I'm afraid of cyborgs, so I'm going thumbs down. <laughs> That's fair. It's a valid fear. I mean, I mean, do you, have you seen the Terminator? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he's quite there yet. <laughs> uh, it said it can change into anything. <laughs> Ooh, you make a you make a good point. Oh, that's that's a very good point. <clears throat> Maybe it could change into a car because cars are man's new best friend. Oh. <laughs> so it's not a dog? Not a dog. It's uh it's it's now your Tesla. Elon Musk now says that a Tes the Tesla summon feature will follow you like a pet. So I can only <laughs> imagine that you're gonna be like walking down the hallway somewhere and like all of a sudden your car goes, Oh yeah, through the thumb, wall. Thumb. <laughs> through the wall. Thumbs down. This was, who gives a shit? I don't need my car to follow me around right behind me. I mean, I mean I'm all for the like getting into tight spaces capability, but like I don't see what this adds. I, I like the being able to drive it from your phone or if it could go park itself after it drops you off. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really need it to follow me. That seems a little extreme. Wait, is this new? I thought it already did this. Well, he's talking about like an upgraded version of it. Okay. I mean, I'm with you. I, I like the idea if you could like really like drive up to the front of a store and be like, go park yourself. And it goes, finds a spot and parks. I'm on board. That'd be pretty sweet. Or even if it just like drove around. I mean, who cares? Don't no parking spot available? Just go I don't know, drive around the block a hundred times and come back for me. <laughs> that seems efficient. <laughs> I, who cares? It's an electric battery. Because <laughs> that doesn't have any cost either. <laughs> Absolutely not. Got then, it. Then go plug yourself in at the charge station. That would That's be cool too, do. actually. If you could just send it to a charge station and then say come back when you charge it up. I mean, I, I, I think I'm going to give this thing a thumbs up because I want to drive my Tesla like a remote-controlled car. No, you just want to see James Bond in action and driving from the back seat like they did in oh, that's a good Golden idea. Eye or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I forgot that he did that. Totally Q's dream right there. I'm going thumbs down because it says follow you like a pet. I want a real pet. <laughs> I already thumbs down it. You don't get another vote. What about uh, Elon Musk claiming that his 420 tweet was totally worth it, man? <laughs> I hadn't seen that he had claimed it was totally worth it, but I'm not surprised. He tweeted on October 27th, two words, worth it. <laughs> right after what? he had his settlement. This so, is stupid. I mean, why not? Go and smoke some pot, get fined $20 million. 
Thumbs up for dank jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Uh, I, I, I really don't know how I feel about this. I'm like... Part of me's like, all right. I think he's pushing his luck a lot. You think? Wait, who, gets the, who gets the money? Who gets the twenty million? Well, the SECs find him. And what do they do with the twenty million for this? More SEC things, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure what happens with the fine money. I don't know. It's a good question. They probably go buy a bunch of pot with it. <laughs> and, yeah. Actually, they probably went and bought a Tesla with it. Um, I didn't get the chance to say or either forgot when the Hubble stuff, we were talking about that, but thumbs up for space. Ah, yes. Thumbs up for space, as yep. usual. As usual. All right. I, I, you know, I'm going to give this one a thumbs down because, uh, you know what? I just feel like it's night. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I'm going thumbs down too because I think the Twitter bullshit is dumb and everybody that sits there on Twitter and posts random shit to just lose it. That's fair. All right, that wraps up our uh, our main topics for tonight. Uh, we'll move into our Elon Musk pitches. I think Derek had one up first, so we'll let we'll let him go first. <laughs> oh no, I got a totally new idea. I've been pushing right. it for a while. Are you ready for it? Let's hear it. So, you know when you're sitting at a bonfire and yeah. it's hot, right? And the you front are, of you, you is scorching hot. <laughs> and the back of you is cold. So we've been doing fires wrong the whole this whole time. What you really should do is have a fire in the middle. Have a ring of people and then surround all the people with fire. <laughs> so that way you're warm on both sides. How does Elon Musk? So, how does how this? does Elon Musk? Yeah, what 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 is his part? Do we light the fire with his joint? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when we finally get rid of all the Teslas that are lighting on fire for random reasons, they'll just be put around people, and then you can keep everybody warm forever. And you won't just be warm on one side. So I'm hearing that secondary market bonfires out of Tesla batteries. Yes, to keep people warm. That sounds extreme. But not just the front of them. <laughs> no way this goes wrong. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I thought too. I'm all about reusability, I guess, but. Uh... <laughs> It seems expensive. <laughs> no, man, it's all secondary market. It's when all the cars are crap, and then you need to burn them up. Use old Tesla batteries. <laughs> you, you write these down? Yeah, I decided I'm, I'm tracking them so we can remember what we did. <laughs> Otherwise, we have no record that we ever, ever came up with these ideas. You'd have to go back and just watch. I mean, come on, this is way better than the than the drywall shooter that I came up with before. I mean, who wants to be in the room where something some cyborg can shoot drywall at you? I mean, that's like Terminator 2. Did you see the liquid metal version of that show? Yeah. Of the Yeah. Nobody wants that. I want that. Hmm. All right. I, I, I think I captured Are we voting on this one? <laughs> I'm voting this is a thumbs down. I'm, I'm also kind of a... <laughs> I like I look I liked where it was headed. 
just kind of went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I don't really have a selling point. I just get tired of being at fires and my back being cold and having to rotate like a rotisserie chicken. I can sympathize with that. (laughs) How does Elon Musk play in? Who cares? All right, Matt. What's what's your you pitch for tonight? Man, I hadn't really thought about it. I I would like it if Elon Musk could make me a better calendar, so I would know when Councilcast is <laughs> a lot a lot better than showing up fifteen minutes late every time. I remember the it, first time I tried to use a calendar. <sighs> is this like a a physical calendar or a uh, or a digital calendar? I mean, either that or, a or I, would re- I would really like him to branch out into webcams that Derek can afford. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure why he doesn't have one. I mean, because I, I usually don't cam. You, you know what I mean? You don't do your cam shows? Nah, that's just, just for you. Wow. You're missing out. More about that audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make make a better calendar. I, I'm, I'm not really sure where we're going with this one, but man, I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of this. Hey, you, you shut up! Thumbs <laughs> up to a better calendar. Thumbs down. I think that's been done like 20 times uh, since the Mayans. Jesus whatever. Christ! Yeah, but they had it wrong. What do you want Elon to do? Call you? That'd, That'd be, be nice. Elon wake up calls. That's pretty good pitch. You should have went there with that. There you go. <laughs> I, 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 I'm adding that. <laughs> He as gets a, credit a, for that as a derivative. <laughs> yep. Garbage. <laughs> I, I, I think that's pretty valid. I mean, just think about it. Like the Elon wake up calls, he'd call you and ask you why you're asleep, and he's, he's still he's up. He's been up 38 hours, and he's still in the factory working. Like it, it would be a total like guilt trip. Yeah, it'd be like I 38 cars with my two hands today. You I'd probably do be today? confused if it was a robocall, though. I probably wouldn't answer. Would be like, he'd say things like, what'd you do today? I've Since you've been asleep, I've made $5 million. <laughs> Since you went to bed. Man, that'd be rough. Uh, man, this I, I didn't really come up with one either. <laughs> I know this one. I, I kind of feel like there's something he could do. I, I like this idea of the robocallers. You know, although to be honest, I think that he should just um, going along with the theme of self repair. He should come up with his, he he's all about reusing everything, right? So we've talked about how he uses bricks from his tunnels. He's uh, talking about reusing batteries as as fires. <laughs> I mean, uh, this is a thing. I mean, what what if he uh, could get into this whole uh, reselling Teslas as like. A cheaper car that is also a rocket ship. What if he t- took all of the old Teslas and he put them into his Falcon, big Falcon rocket, and launched them all into Mars? Ah, uh, this is my pitch. He's going to take all the used Teslas, put them in rockets, launch them to Mars. That way, when Mars is being colonized, there are cars for people to drive around so that we don't have to redevelop cars on Mars. I like but then that. we need superchargers. Yeah, he'll launch a supercharger station on Mars. I mean, I'm, and I'm plug pretty... it into what? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? He's got solar power. I mean, I just assume he's going to launch a bunch of power walls up and just send those to Mars already charged. There you go. 
I mean, he could he could recharge the old ones. He 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 gets them back. He recharges them. I mean, they don't lose their battery charge on Mars. I think this would work. Yeah, it's not cold or anything like that, where it'd be difficult to get the energy out. Here's a question, and I have like this could be a real stupid question because I don't even know like the ratios involved. Is Mars so far away that the well, yeah never mind that's a dumb question I'm not gonna answer, ask it we're done <laughs> I I'm not even sure where you were going with that that's good I'll tell you after we're off air <laughs> and on that all right with that we're gonna call oh, I, I I eventually came to realize why it was a dumb question. <laughs> We're calling this council meeting adjourned. We thank you for listening, and we thank our our guests, uh, visitors remotely from from tonight, and and uh, the transitions they had to do. Thank you for listening. We record this podcast <laughs> live on Tuesday nights on YouTube. If you liked what you saw and you want to check out all of our past episodes, you can go to councilcast.org. You can also find all the audio files on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And we, we record a- at. Eight ish central. You'll 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 maybe see us somewhere between eight and nine o'clock starting. That's usually how it goes. At eight central and uh, I don't know. Give me a time in Southeast Asia as our Southeast Asia. I don't know what time zone that is. Eight a.m. We need to start giving everything in UTC. Uh, nah. UTC is for wussies, man. No, it's for computers. Um, uh, UTCs for wusses. <laughs> I I'm going with. Oh god damn it! I'm gonna go with like 11 a.m. in somewhere around India. Wow! So, if you want to listen to us live, you can find us on YouTube. Yeah, you can. Uh... If you have a topic that you'd like our decision on, you can email us at councilcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us while you're chowing down on your uh, samosas and uh, curry of some kind, I suppose. Yeah, around fried around, around, around munch time, lunchtime. Lunchtime? Did I just say munch time? <laughs> uh, it's pretty much all the, it's all the same thing. Uh, uh, you can also search for us on Facebook by searching for Councilcast or the Twitter which uh, actually is not working. Yeah, we're never going to get that back because <laughs> we're a 13-year-old kid. Uh-huh. We to, are. to get it back, Silas has to submit proof that he's not 13. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>